when I got asked to do this um, and the, the theme was space, nothing really sort of jumped out at me and I sort of racked my brain and I thought, oh, there's, I had a really interesting job when I lived in Perth where I was put in various stages. So that's my terribly weak link between my story and the theme of space. Um, so I lived in Perth for three years where I studied musical theatre. <laughs> and um, I got a job as a roving performer, which is just random, random gigs. Um, and there are two examples I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about to explain the time of gigs that I went to and how horrible they were. So the first one was a very classic children's birthday party. Spider-Man uh, had to go to a park in winter. And uh, as I was walking towards the, the group, the kids said, oh, it's Spider-Man. I went, hi. And pff, from like the top of my head to the zip at the bottom, it like popped open. And I didn't have a shirt on underneath. So for an hour, I was backless Spider-Man. <laughs> um, uh, another horrible uh, gig that I did was I, <laughs> I got hired to be fake paparazzi for a year 11 formal at an extremely private all-boys school. <laughs> so I had to stand as these extremely attractive, extremely intimidating private school boys with their extremely attractive, extremely intimidating uh, girlfriends from the other fucking private school would walk in and I'd go, oh, I gotta get a picture for the gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like genuinely worse than when I was at high school. Um, but there was one, there's one really fascinating experience that I had purely because of uh, the, the space that I was in. And uh, yeah, so I got called up by my boss, who is a Scientologist, by the way, which is just fascinating, because I don't think people meet Scientologists or that they exist, but they do, and anyway, <laughs> she's a Scientologist. And she rings me and she says, oh, Maverick, darling, I've got, I've got this gig for you, and I was like, oh, I'd already spoken to her and said I'm kind of wanting to, you know, punch myself in the face every time I have a gig with you because they're so terrible. But, I was in tech week for a musical that we were doing at uni. So we would, we'd be at uni during the day and then late nights into tech. And so I all my other teaching work where I'm teaching little fucking dickheads, you know, bark, whatever. I couldn't do that for a week. So I thought, oh, I do need the money. She said, it's a, um, it's a singing telegram. <laughs> and again, I was like, I didn't know that those things existed. And she said, it's $300, and you just have to sing one song. I said, sign me up. So uh, she goes, the client is Jason, and his fiance is turning 30, and her favourite film is The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and her favourite song is The Music of the Night. I said, oh, okay, all right. And she goes, here's the address. You know, she sends her all the details. And great, she sends her the costume, which is, you know, a tux and a cape and a fedora and a mask. And um, I'm sort of 20 at this stage and twinkier than I already am now. So it could not have been worse casting me as the Phantom of the Opera. And so I get the costume and I drive out to this extremely high-end restaurant because if anyone's from Perth, there's a lot of fucking money 
in Perth because of Gina and the mining and <laughs> So it was this crazy, crazy high-end restaurant where um, there was like a gallery as well. Anyway, but I park and the first time I went, oh, this is pretty uh, hectic, is that I was paying for parking and the other people and I went, oh yeah, they're watching the Phantom of the Opera pay for parking. <laughs> <laughs> And so it kicked in how sort of humiliating this gig was going to be. So I go for it and I walk up these stairs and all of a sudden I'm in this gallery going, oh my God, what is this place? And I go to reception and I said, hello, I'm here for the restaurant. And she laughed at me and she's like, yeah, it's through there. Thank you. And um, so I arrive at this restaurant place and it's sort of this like weird hallway where obviously the restaurant's on the outside and there are public people walking and looking at this guy, this boy, and going to the restaurant and then a, a waiter came by and I said, oh, hi, um, I'm here for Jason. And he said, oh, yes, Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> he said, yes, we knew you were coming. I said, cool. And he said, they're just inside. I'm going, great, they're just inside. Uh, you'll see them, they're the only couple, they're the only uh, table that has two people and in the corner, go through that door because she's facing away from you and he's facing towards you, so he'll see you and she won't and it's friends. I said, great, thank you. And I said, and he said, you can probably head in now. We'll bring, now that you're here, we'll probably bring the cake out soon as well. I said, great, teamwork. And so <laughs> I get to this door before I turn to the restaurant and I take a few breaths and go, I'm fucking stunning Stanislavski and Miles no one I'm here as the Phantom of the Opera um, in a restaurant. So, I swallow my shame and I, I push through the doors and it's huge. It's bigger than this place. And they're literally on the opposite side. <laughs> they go, I have to walk across all these tables. Now, there are two things that are sort of crazy weird that happened this night that have never, I've never seen happen. One is that there were so many tables of 10. Like it looked like a function or something, but it wasn't. So there's so many people watching the Phantom <laughs> walk past them. And I get there, and he sees me, Jason sees me, and goes, oh, and she's obviously seen the look on his face. And she turns around, and she goes, oh, God, and I goes, oh. <laughs> and so I'm in character, the show has begun, and I start singing to her. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick uh, you from the audience, <laughs> and you can be Jason's fiancé. I'm going to actually do what happened, right? <laughs> Purely for the purposes that we can all feel how fucking awkward it is <laughs> after about five seconds. Now, I didn't plan this because in my bedroom I'm singing the whole four minute song going, I am brilliant. I'm going to get a standing ovation from these people. And I get there and I realise that after about ten seconds, not even five seconds, of people going, oh, isn't this awesome? They just start listening to me sing <laughs> this song. So, I get that and I go, hi, ho, night time, items each sensation. I picked a key that's too low and too high. Darkness stirs, how awkward is it for you, right? The, the woman who I picked out last section was not having a good time. Great imagination. Silently, the senses abandon their fences. You alone can let my 
song take flight and let me hear the music of the night. And I think I should stop there, but I, I'm freaked out because I got well, practice the whole song, but I, got, I can't sing the whole song, so I jump to the bridge. Close your eyes and remember what your lyric was. Purge your thoughts of the world you knew before. Close your eyes, let your spirit, fuck, I've started too high, start to soar. And you'll live like you've never lived before. Now for the musicians, I haven't ended on the tonic, but I can't keep going, I cannot keep going. So I just wrap it up with, and you will sing the music of the night. And I finish and I go, great, thank God that's over. But then I think, oh fuck, I haven't planned for happens afterwards, and I can't just walk away and leave. So I go, well, I should say happy birthday. But I haven't planned, I go, fuck, what, what does the Phantom of the Opera actually sound like? Is he British or is he American? So I go, happy birthday! And I go, oh, I've picked Santa's voice. And I go, did you enjoy that? Because <laughs> I've asked for feedback now. And she just goes, oh, yeah! And then I go, and then I go, oh, I'll sing happy birthday. And the, 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 I can see the cake out. So I go, ah, happy birthday to you. Now, this is the second thing that I don't think has ever happened in the history of anyone singing happy birthday in a room where there's more than two people. No one joined me. <laughs> Literally no one joined me. So, I was, uh, and so I'll do it again. And you'll feel how fucking awkward it is when no one sings. So... Let me sing this. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to... I know his name, because he's the client, but I don't know her name. So I go, oh, and my face is red, and I sort of see her be like, oh, and then I... A stroke of brilliance, for anyone who's seen the Phantom of the Opera, so this will land with like one person here. <laughs> As I go, happy birthday to my angel of music. Happy birthday to you. And then they clap and I go, bye. <laughs> and then I walk back and I hop in my car. And I fucking take a laugh now. And I go, look at the clock, 12 minutes, and I make $300. <laughs> Thank you very much.